<clears throat> Follow the leader. Yeah, what's going on, y'all? What's up, Villanova, Nova Nation? This is your time. It is your radio. We're going to talk Villanova. And the first thing I want to get to is that I'm so glad there was a top 25 that came out that appreciated Villanova. Seriously, man. I mean, if you look at um, what Villanova's been all these years and recruiting and what type of teams they've had. And the one recruiting class that's always talked about when we complain to 2019, because 2019 is that damn good. Seriously, we got about four NBA prospects. And the great thing is going to see what role when Justin Moore is able to break into his role. If Brandon Slater is able to break into his role, will he? We'll see if that goes down. Um, in 2009, that class was like crazy, like five stars. You got Yaru, my five two. Yaru was a guy, five star, number four shooting guard in the whole nation at the time. Um, there was a number four recruiting class at then in that class, number one in the Big East. Ain't that crazy? Diamond. It was um. Four people, I mean, excuse me, you know, four people representing that class just like this class. Now, what is the difference? We have a power forward. We have a shooting guard. We got two power forwards just like we got in this class. We got Robinson Earl and Dixon. It was Yaru and Isaiah Armwood in that class. In this class, you also had a um, shooting guard, two shooting guards. It was Brian, it was Brian Antoine and Justin Moore in the twenty. 19 class, you had Malik Wayne and Dominique Cheek in this class. Now, you had three five stars. So, on paper, realistically, this was the better class on a judgment platform. Looking at the fact that you had three five stars. You had the number third point guard. You had the third point guard in the country, number 23 player in Malik Wayne, straight out Roman Catholic. You had Dominique Cheek out of St. Anthony. And Jersey City, the sixth-rated shooting guard in the nation. Then you had the number four power forward and the number eighteen power forward, the number eleven player in the nation, and the number sixty-third. I mean, this is like, what are you going to do? You had three of the top prospects: the number one in Merlin, number one in New Jersey, number one in PA. You know, I mean, you ran the whole, and then you had the number four guy in Merlin. So that's big. But this is where it gets complicated to a lot of people. There was no only guy that kind of remotely touched. Um, the NBA was Malik Wayne's. I mean, Yaru went through his process, you know. Uh, I gotta say that Yaru, he he went through a, a process of um, a couple of stretches, but nobody at all. I mean, these were McDonald's. I mean, nobody met there. But they were supposed to meet it, which is crazy. And then you're looking at if you want, if you really want to go back to really see how this class really flex. I look at 2008 because we also gonna look at the class before that. Uh, Maurice Sutton was a guy in 2008, right? You look at 2007 and Villanova stretching even even further out. You're looking at Corey Fisher and Corey Stokes. All right, so that team, that you know the team, the type of team that was, teams that was really forming. Got Scotty Reynolds, Reggie Redding, KC Drummond, 
I mean, that was another class that nobody ever talks about. 14th rank in the nation. Kasim Drummond, Reggie Redding, Andrew Ott. I mean, nobody talks about it. It was some good classes being recruited. Good classes. But this class is a little different. Jeremiah Robinson era right now is on NBA people's eyes. First, they was all up. They was down. Now, it's possible. And, and I'm just telling people, it's just how it goes with Villanova. It seems like the more success, the that means it's time for people to go. And that's what it's going to start happening now. If I look at Virginia, everybody just clear house. Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome, everybody clear house. It was time for everybody to go, which I think was kind of crazy. I don't, I don't think Kyle, I think Kyle Guy should have stayed. He could have been even further up. Um, don't see no difference in what could happen. I'm sorry, that's just me, but. That type of thing. Now, let's just stop and think about Brian Antoine, Jeremiah. Brian Antoine's another guy. Him and Scotty Lewis have been on NBA people's eyes since they, I mean, he's did nothing to take himself away from that. Everybody really, you know, Villanova just wants to believe that Villanova fans like, man, he going to be going after one year. Antoine's the only one, but if they won the championship, Robinson Earl's out of here because nine times out of ten, Robinson Earl's going to be one of the factors in that team, and he's out of here. 6'9 can do what he do. He can leave. Everybody's already looking at him. He's going to be gone. Now, but if we just have a year where it's Final Four, if we win championship, that's the only time you've seen Robinson Earl leave this year. Antoine's leaving regardless. He's going to be a starting shooting guard. He's going to be a go-to guy. The NBA is going to want him there. He's going to be in the lottery. It's no question about it. Everybody stop all this mess. He's been... I mean, it's some guys that are trying to put them. No, it's not no two and done rocking around. Stop talking to people. Stop. Listen, some people are retarded. I, I, I Listen, y'all, I'm serious. Listen to your boy leader. When you put a person, another, it's like another thing. Let me just have one more example. Isaiah Tide has a Villanova offer. He's being recruited by Ashley Howard. Uh, Isaiah Tide is like down 13, 14, ranked crazy, right? But he used to be the number one guy. Then he used to be the number two guy. And he just goes down. To me, the, the even Mobley thing is all hype. As good as this guy is, what takes what makes even Mobley better than Tide? He doesn't move faster than him. He, he doesn't move with the grace that he moves with. If you're going to choose James Wiseman, how can you choose Mobley over Tide? I just don't get it. I really don't get a lot of these rankings. I have so much respect, but I just be so confused because I'm be trying to some ranking. I'll be like, I don't believe this. I mean, if you're going to put Mobley over Ty, why would he be that far down? Ty is just as gifted as anybody. Jalen Johnson, any guy in that class, he's just as gifted. Just as gifted. But Jalen Johnson's another monster. That's another guy you got to think about now with RJ gone. That's the guy there. That That's, that's a bad boy. Jalen Johnson's a bad boy. He's something different. So watch out. He now he might be better than Tide now. I mean, if I had to say somebody now and it's like I would have to say Jalen Green and Jalen Johnson. I think those are the two best guys in 2020 right now. Those, those are my rankings. And then you got I think it's Ty and Mobley. People are so hype. And when people hype somebody up, everybody's riding on it. And Mobley's not been doing bad. He just ain't been doing things like it's times in this game where he's kind of not as aggressive. He rolls with the transition. He's not showing dominance. 
and he's not doing it as quick and as fast and as athletic as Ty's doing it. If I had to compare Mobley to somebody, I'd be I'd say a more athletic and more gifted Dwight Howard with athleticism like that. The athleticism that Ty got is like a Chris Bosch. He's more he's like Chris Bosch 3.0. And Mobley would be like a Howard 3.0. So think of that. Just think of those two the two players. Whose career is better? Who was more dominant? You know, when it when Howard was by himself and um in Orlando, you look at Bosch in Toronto. You look at how good he was at um, uh, Miami. I mean, we're talking about who's the better player after his career. I'm just trying to tell y'all. Okay. Now, basketball guys, you want to talk about? Let's talk about Trevor Kills. He's a, almost a five-star shooting guard out of Paul the Fourth with the 2020 class. A guy you have to listen. Villanova 2021, excuse me. I'm sorry. Villanova is in the 2021 class real hard. And I'm going to tell you later on about that. I'm excited about 2021 class and the people they're trying to go for. But Trevor Kills is one of those guys. Chet Holmgren, watch him. I think it's going to be more of a dive into 2021 because guys are going to be gone. In 2020, once that class comes, it's going to be some seniors like Jermaine Samuels and and um, and uh, Dalmer Cosby Roundtree and Colin Gillespie. So, of course, they're more digging into 2021 because going to be more people gone. All right. I expect Jeremiah Robinson Earl to be gone. All right. No doubt about it. This year, you're going to see Robinson Earl. Next year, after he plays, he's out of here. I- I'm telling you right now, too many people got too many eyes on him. So, not saying he can't stay for three. So pop, but no, I mean, and then nobody's learning either. Nobody's learning. The more Villanova succeeds, the more they players get, you know, if this team would have made it to the championship, I guarantee you, uh, Sadiq Bay would have been out of here. Jermaine Roberts, uh, Jermaine Samuels would have been out of here. No, no question. Those two guys would have been gone. If they would have won a championship this year, there would have been two guys gone. Not Colin. Not yet. Not the way his play. No. It would take a couple of years. Somebody look at, cause look around Archer Jack and all the accolades he got. He still didn't get drafted, but Colin will be with the NBA team because Colin knows how to play basketball. All right, but Jermaine Samuels and Sadiq Bay, the athleticism, Phil Booth, Eric Pascal, stock would have went even more up, and that would have been the awesome four. No question about it. So it depends on your success. And looking at this team now, this Villanova team coming up, some people even saying Jeremiah Robinson. I wouldn't doubt you if Jeremiah Robinson Earl wasn't going to start. But what I'm going to tell you is that Jeremiah Robinson Earl can play basketball. But if they if they make it to the Final Four, like I said, Jeremiah Robinson Earl's not he's not going anywhere. I, I don't see him going anywhere. But Antoine's out of here. But the crazy part is, I could also be wrong about that. If Jeremiah Robinson Earl starts at center. And they make it to the final four. And he shows what he shows. He's in danger of being a one and done. Listen, you can say what you want, but if a 6'9", 235, and the skills he got, watch him play. Watch him play basketball. If Villanova goes to the final four, there's a possibility he could be gone, but it's not a, a definite. If he starts at center and Villanova goes to the final four, guess what's going to happen? Okay. Because if he starts at center, I could see. Robinson Earl giving getting even more time. When you put a young player in, like you see how Bay crowded them, I think he would get more time. And, and you know, Dime Cosby Roundtree would still get time. But I see more like 18, maybe uh 
I see 24 minutes for Robinson Earl. I do. I see some switch to where Robinson Earl will play four sometime and Kyle Durant, she plays center and then that would get him some time. But I think he would be like 16 minutes. To, I think that would be it. If he gets his hands on the starting five, it's a whole new outlook. He starts from the tip with his talent. But when you come off the bench, you're there. It's a reason you're there. You're not going to take nobody. Crowd me round to That's why I say he's the vet. He's going to start. And you're looking at 22 minutes from, I think, uh, Robinson Earl can get 18 minutes, maybe 19. Some games he get 21. He'll be back and forth. But I think he'll average like 19 minutes a game. Just for them to get right. Because Cobby Roundtree is a guy, he's not out. I, people don't, I don't really understand what people get out of saying. You look at his numbers, he hit 64% of his shots. You got a guy that good and that, that, that you can put in there that can play basketball. I really don't get the, he was an MVP of a classic they had won, a tournament they won. I always say that. Of course, he has some things to work on. He's a young player. I think the hype of how guys come out of high school and how quick people want players to play, they immediately forget who these guys are. Like, they have to still learn. They're going to make mistakes. Kyle Roundtree will be a force. He was a presence last year, then he slowed up. He started to struggle. Colin Gillespie hit 40% from the field last year. He got more praise than Kyle Roundtree did. And it's crazy because he had his slow games, but he just disappeared. So both of them have to learn. Samuels even struggled. Samuels came on late and better than both of them late in the season than any of them did. The top freshman finally came because he was slow a lot in between the season. And then all of a sudden at a tournament and then going in the, going further into the, the NCAA tournament, Samuels had arrived even more. He had officially arrived because he had big games, but he would have a big game and then he'd go down. And then the tournament came, like I said, he turned to a whole nother monster. I expect him to be the best player on the team next year with Antoine being another X Factor. That's two good players to have with a Sadiq Bay. Now I expect it. Then Kyle Gillespie can be Kyle Gillespie. What I think for sure is too much pressure on Kyle Gillespie to be the man. It's too much pressure to be their third guy. It's really a lot of pressure if he can just fall back and play his game. I think he'll still be a good player if he had to be a third player. But him being the fourth player, he can be a point guard. Now he don't have to always score. He can um, feed off of those three guys, and he can be good. Now, if if Robinson Earl is there, this is why I believe y'all in Robinson Earl. And even though I still have to stick with Jay Wright because it's Jay Wright and the experience, championship experience, those guys can start. But Robinson Earl can shoot the tray ball. You put all those guys who can shoot the tray ball around Kyle Gillespie, that's dangerous. But I'm just telling y'all. Um, if if Robinson Earl starts, I really do see a, a decrease in time on Cosby Roundtree. He'll have some games where he's coming in. I think he'll average, I think if Robinson Earl, he'll average 22 minutes straight up. Um, You look at Cosby Roundtree, and I think he'll average between 19 and 20 minutes. I think they'll half and half their time and get some mixed matchups in there for, to where they're both 20 and 20, you know, 40 minutes and stuff. You know what I mean? So I really look at that. And you look at this team, and if the outcome comes the way I think it'll come, I think it's no team that can, nobody can coach better than Jay Wright. And you give him these guys, the the, the fourth-rated class in um, 2019. You're looking at the, uh, the class with Jermaine Samuels. And you're looking at the, um, you know, you come in and you got Cole Swider, Brandon Slater, 
You can't understand what it's like to have two guys like that backing up. Brent Coach Swider was a go-to guy. He's a super scorer. When, when, once he finally, the time he's going to get at that four position is going to be good. It's going to be time where him and Bay. Bay is not, he's going to, he's not going to drag Bay like that. And I think Wright sees that. He's not going to drag Bay with all those minutes. He's going to get, uh, um, Swider get like 15 minutes a season. I, I can see 15 minutes coming from Swider off the bench and he can possibly also get some three time. So he can possibly get 18 minutes. And this time where Slater can get some two spot. And Slater can get some three spot. I mean, you can really rotate these guys to make a, a super lineups. And you look at Kyle Gillespie. Sometimes he'll play the two. Sometimes when he'll play the one. Archie Diakono and Dixon are the two guys I think won't get the time like that at all. You go, they need Kyle to have a ball in his hands. And when you switch up, you need to have Antoine. And Moore is the killer. He's a killer now. Now he's the next guy line. Archie Yakino committed. He's going to learn. I think the next year he'll be more implemented into the offense because he can score. Chris Archie Chris Yakino can score. He can shoot the three ball. He's like his brother. Um, so you got a good player there. You do have one, but he's not going to rush him up on stuff. Justin Moore is going to be the guy. He's been built for this. He's been ready for it. And so we'll see a lot of that. Now, um, let's start the 2020 class. Terrence Williams, one of those guys that can play elite basketball. Seriously, if you look at Terrence Williams and and you look at the situation that just happened with Johnny Juzang, if I had to tell anything about Johnny Juzang on over radio, I talked to my great, great source, my uh, certified source and Johnny Juzang was a big target in 2020 for Villanova. They would have gave him an offer. But him going to 2019 just took it away. Just took it clearly away. Um, Shea Evans is another guy who's on Villanova's radar. I talked to that certified source, and Shea Evans is definitely a target. Newman Garetti is going to ball in Philly. That's going to look crazy. That's going to be crazy next year to see how Philly is now in the competition. Uh, Lynn Greer is going to be even better. That's his best friend. They're going to battle. Roman Catholic and Newman Garetti, Newman Garetti were the two schools battling for uh, Shea Evans. That would have been crazy on Roman Catholic, but he chose to go Newman Garetti. He got his own. They're gonna get. He's gonna get the ball. He's gonna be that guy. And um, the big thing, I think, the big. Elijah Hudson Zerra is another guy who's been showing out. He has been clearly showing out. Every time he gets out there, him and Terrence Williams. And um, talk to my certified source, and they're not going to go after Elijah Hudson Zerra right now. They're not really going after a big man at all. Hunter Dickinson, not him, and DeMatha. Uh, they're not going after nobody. They're not uh, talking about Chet right now. Um. Jabri Abdurrahim almost had a triple-double in one game recently. I mean, if we want to talk about some guys, let's talk about Jabri Abdurrahim. Like that guy, Jabri Abdurrahim is showing even more all-around capability every time he plays steps on the floor. Every time he plays for the Players Club, him and Elijah Hutchins every two Villanova targets. Um... They beat E1T1 United 75 to 61. 
Now, no doubt, they love Jabri. I talked to my certified source. They love Jabri Abderrahim. They're trying to lock him up now. His uncle left Georgia as assistant coach, so now it's not looking. So that's when the offer came out. 15 points, 8 rebounds, 8 assists. 14 points, 12 rebounds for Elijah Hutchins Everett. He can hit free throws. That's good. That's great to know. Um, they're going after him. No doubt about it. I wouldn't be surprised. Now, I asked him in November. I asked Elijah Hutchins in November. Was Villanova recruiting him? He said, yeah. Um, right now, I'm here in Georgia. So not, they're not going after him now. So, you know, that's the update on Elijah Hutchins Everett. Roach is the man. They're, they're watching Roach like a hawk. Duke, Kentucky, everybody's after Jeremy Roach. He's the guy everybody wants, Jay Roach. Where he goes, is going to be a momentum of people even wanting to go there. So, But Villanova just wants Roach. They don't care about, like, i tell you one thing that you could look for, and this this could be a, a game changer. Now, I hear they're not going at the big man. Scotty Barnes, a five-star, 6'8 point forward, one of the top five talents, Top 10 talent for sure in the nation. Um, can do a lot with the basketball. He said one time that he wanted to play with, he wanted to play with Jeremy Roach. So that's something there. Now I said Jabri Abdurrahim, Elijah Hutchins Everett, and, um, Jeremy Roach. Now it's a, that third spot. That third spot is a real watch out. Watch out for that third spot. Who they're going for. I think Abdur Rahim and Roach are the two priorities. There's no doubt about it. No question. But there's another guard because they're steady recruiting. RJ Davis is a 2020 point guard. But I wouldn't worry about RJ Davis because they got Chris Archidiakono and they're not going to get two point guards. But they are monitoring guys like Lynn Greer, who's been also doing good in EYBL. Uh, Lynn Greer has been putting up solid numbers in the EYBL all the time he does. I mean, he's a good player, can shoot, patient. He's a he's a Villanova guard. He reminds you of like Corey Stokes, Corey Fisher, them type of guys, uh, Scotty Reynolds type of guys. Guys ain't going to jump up and just dunk in your face, and, but he can shoot the ball. He can score, you know, those type of guys. So you look at Lynn Greer and the third, and, and it's, it's a close, close thing. R.J. Davis, I told you about Tyler Beard, which recruiting has picked up about him. But R.J. Davis, Andre Carbello said that Villanova, 2024 star point guard, said that Villanova, it has been looking at him, has been showing him some interest. So I have an interview with that out. Um, They're looking for a guard. I don't know if it would be two point guards, but a shooting guard, yeah. I can see that happening. I could see Villanova going after a shooting guard. Another wing, Terrence Williams. I could see that. I could see them offering Terrence Williams, and he gets added to this class. Merlin, they've been looking at him. He can shoot. Um, if you really look at their 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 forward positions, um, at the four, it's Cole Swider, it's um, Sadiq Bay, it's Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Even I mean, you still do got even Eric Dixon. In my opinion, there's nothing. Damir Cosby Roundtree, all those guys are forwards, really. If you decide to put one at center, that's, you know what I mean? That's what you decide. But you can say you got Eric Dixon who can play the four, but he's likely going to play the five, maybe. I mean, at six, seven, but I can see the four. He'll play some five, but I see the four. 
But getting another guy in 2020 that can play the four, that means you're expecting something. I really believe that's a, a, you're looking at a transfer or expecting something because when um, that means you think Robinson Earl could be out of here. Done. I think people look at these draft boards too. Coaches do too. You look at Dominic Cosby Roundtree being a senior. That could be something. I, I could think about that by the time he gets there, um, you know, senior time. You know, so you got some guys that could wait in the trenches. So we can see that happening. Um, in 2020, we want to look at some good players. Ethan Morton is a guard that can, you know, play some three. I mean, if we are looking at, clearly looking at some recruits, good players that we feel they can possibly help in 2020 that they might go after, I say it's Jalen Green all the time. I say Brandon Boston, but they're not offering him. But Duke, I think Duke would be hard to pry him away. Auburn's trying to make a leap because Sharif Cooper is a guy who also Auburn's been after. They're trying to get Sharif Cooper, four-star, uh, five-star, really, to reclassify. That's another thing. But Shea Evans is a guy I look at right now. You want to look at somebody, Shea Evans, Terrence Williams, and um, talking to my certified source, Shea Evans, Terrence Williams, and Jabri Abdurrahim. Those are the guys. Those are the guys look at in that, in that whole circuit there. Uh, Noah Collier is going to get some look. A lot of guys in the local local part are going to get some look. Ethan Morton's going to get a look. He he's been looked at before. Those are guys that are going to get looked at. It's a, you know Philadelphia's about to kick up in basketball. Those are the guys that's going to get a look. You know, but the the guys at the top of the chain is Terrence Williams, um, Jabri Abdurrahim. Those are the guys they've been recruiting hard, hard. And Shea Evans is on the evaluation list. I talked to Moses Moody. He's interested. If you see my interview on VU Sports, he's interested in Villanova. No question. But they haven't made a role at him at all. They haven't won at him. But it's a long little stretch. I'm telling you, it's a stretch. Just let everything go. But... Let me stop real quick, man. I want to tell y'all, listen, Hassan Diara is another one 2020 to look at, but I'm going to tell y'all, man, 2021 class is what I've been told is a class more. You focus, They're focused on more. Um, Villanova's focused on the 2021 class even more than 2020. They'll get a couple of guys. Could be a two-man class. Could be a two-man. You could see Abdur Rahim and Roach. It's a very big possibility it won't be three guys. But they do want a guard, and they do want another front court player. Right now, their mind is set on Jabri Abdurrahim, see Terrence Williams, and you see. Um, I- I'm looking for an offer soon. Villanova has been in to see him, so I'm looking soon for an offer to hit Terrence Williams. I'm looking very soon to see an offer hit Terrence Williams, and I think he will commit. Villanova will be a big school for him, and it'll be Vill- it'll be Terrence Williams, Jabri Abdurrahim. And Jeremy Rhodes, I think it'll be a three. But at the same time, I'm telling y'all, Scotty Barnes, Shea Evans, those are guys still all on the prowl because they're still looking. You don't know if Jabri is going to commit or not, but they want Jabri. 
period. I know people say Scotty Barnes and this, but I do see Villanova thinking about Scotty Barnes because Scotty Barnes has been keeping his recruitment real quiet. All right, their recruitment has been super, super quiet. So I would ex- just fall back on the third guy. The third guy is it. Like Terrence Williams is one guy, Roach, and um, Jabri Abdurrahim. But that third one, we don't know if Terrence Williams is certified. That's why the offer hasn't came yet. I think they pretty much know Terrence Williams. When people wait out an offer, it's going to be interesting to see. Scotty Barnes and Terrence Williams are the two names I want to hang in people's heads right now. Those are the two names. Scotty Barnes wants to play with Roach. And Terrence Williams is a guy just like a Jabri Abdurrahim that Villanova has been recruiting for a long time. Zed Key told me that Kyle Neptune has, has, has talked to him, just came in to see him. So they are recruiting three-star small forward Zed Key. Six, eight, long, can play two ways. Zed Key, check out Zed Key. I will be to let people know about Villanova. Zed Key is another guy to look at. So put him in there because I talked to uh, listen. I just talked to Zed. I just talked to Zed today. So Zed said, yes, Neptune was just in to see him. There's another guy, Zed Key. Terrence Williams, Zed Key, and keep an eye on Scotty Barnes because of the Jeremy Roach thing. And like I said, Jabri, right now, Jabri Abdurrahim, if you want to, let me tell you, Jabri Abdurrahim and Roach certified. Both of them have offers. Both of them are long Villanova targets. And Terrence Williams is a guy without an offer that I could see get one in the future. And don't be surprised if Scotty Barnes gets one too. Zed Key doesn't have one. I won't be surprised if he gets one too, but I think it has a lot to do with Jabri Abdurrahim. They're going to recruit him hard. If they get Jabri Abdurrahim, excuse me, <laughs> Abdurrahim. If they get Jabri Abdurrahim, who is the son of former NBA player, he was one of the best pops. He was a stretch for himself. Sharif Abdurrahim. That was his name, Sharif Abdurrahim. So those two guys, Jabri Abdurrahim and Roach, certified. Two guys certified. Their third spot is up in the air. But right now in the lead for that is a guy without an offer, and that's Terrence Williams. Um, Just looking at realm. And Zed Key, they are looking at him too. R.J. Davis, they've been looking at him, 2020 point guard. Um, They always go to Stepnack and look at them. They, they look at their school regardless. So. It's something to look at. Hassan Diara is a 2020 shooting guard that is relentless to the hole. Plays for PSA. Check him out. Putin in Science Academy. Check him out. The man can play. So that's another guy to, to roll around. So There's a lot of things everywhere, man, for real. I'm, I've been everywhere. It's been crazy. Now, when I get back, man, we're going to talk some um, football and get down to some football recruiting, man. Basketball has been big. Um, To let y'all know on the 2021 route, Trey Patterson. Terrence Clark, who to me is the number one 2021 guy. I mean, it is so ironic that once again, just like Jalen Green, Villanova has rolled out the carpet for a number one recruit. You know, you had Cameron Reddish one time. You know, he also was our, our number one recruit at one time. Um, number one overall on a recruiting board. Um, I mean, basketball recruiting. So, um. Terrence Clark, Trey Patterson, Nana Nunjoku.
2021, Nana Njoku, 6'9", forward center, strong, can hit free throws. I mean, he is strong. He reminds you of Daniel Sheffu. He does. He reminds you of him, a stronger Daniel Sheffu. I mean, this guy is strong. So Nana Njoku, Trey Patterson, Terrence Clark, Trevor Kills is a is a is an eye guy. Because you know, Paul the Fourth, and he's a big time player. He's a five star. They always get them, but Paul the Fourth got some boys. So those are guys to look at, man. When I come back, we're gonna talk more about the football class, man, and get more into it. Football, y'all. What's up, y'all? Back to follow the leader. It's your boy, Leader Johnson, and we are here to talk some serious, serious football. Now, let's get right to it. Ryan Ingram, that's a guy who visited Villanova, um, 2,377 yards, 29 touchdowns, five interceptions with 429 rushing yards and nine touchdowns last year for Springfield High School in Roarsford, Pennsylvania. I talked to him. By his recruitment, he's being recruited by Bryant, Holy Cross, Albany, went on visits to those for them. And um, he loved his visit to Villanova. It was amazing. Um, he took it in March. And um, he definitely would consider Villanova a top school, which is great because the guy is a beast. All right? The guy is definitely a beast. He has uh, visits for Delaware, Richmond, and other schools coming up. And he's the type of guy, man, look, this guy, Villanova has not been playing with this recruit. And I really love Chris Bowden and what these guys do now, Pagan and all these guys and Penny Packer, they're going hard. I love Ingro. Right now, they're prepared. They Ricky Ortega is the number one guy. There's no doubt about it. Nobody else has an offer. But he's definitely that guy to look at, Ricky Ortega. But there are guys like Ryan Ingro. Colin Schofield. And don't forget another guy, Jack Neary. Jack Neary just told you about his recruitment. Um, he's another quarterback to look at. Alec Ambrosia. Absolutely loved offensive lineman, 6'1, 290. Played for Shepherd Hill Regional High School. Absolutely loves Villanova. Um, said he had a great time there. He said Villanova felt like home. He could definitely see himself committing there. He's very excited by his recruitment from Villanova. He said what started, st- stood out. He talked about the campus. He talked about the welcoming facilities. 
Um, no, he has nothing but positive things to say about the staff, and he's looking forward to returning again. So that is a guy Villanova could definitely look at to coming for. Um, this guy could be one of those type of players that, I mean, you're looking and, and, and you start to see exactly what Villanova starting to build this culture, something they never had before. Not to say that people weren't good or nothing before, but when you, it's how you present it. And they changed it. And they're, they're making the culture more welcoming to recruits, a lot of recruits. And they're bringing a lot of recruits in, too. I right, bringing a lot of them. And I got some guys definitely to um, tell a lot of you about soon. There are going to be some guys coming um, to Villanova. And it's going to be some guys giving me some good, good information. I have Ricky Ortega, Zephron Lester, uh, Cam Large is another guy. I will uh, I'll say Dixon. That is a guy to look at for. He is a three-star cornerback out of St. Vincent Pilate in Laurel, Merlin. Okay, uh, Zephron Lester. Watch out for this guy. And this guy from Christ the King, he has Temple and other guys recruiting him. If Villanova goes in and gets this guy um, a visit, this could be something big for him. Uh, Joe Horn, uh, a center. Three star, six one three zero one. Another guy, DeAndre Wakefield, a running back. Another guy, look at Kyle Monin guy, legacy. Look out for him, Paul Yandum. I remember interviewing him uh, some months ago last year. Safety, watch out, AJ Morrison. They've always interviewed AJ Morrison, the guy that can play receiver. He can play cornerback. Watch out to see where he can go. He's an absolute beast as an athlete. Talik Battle, another running back they're recruiting. Jalen Stewart, they're starting to go in on him. He had a visit. I'll have his stuff soon. Dylan Trainer, Tyrell Mims out of Martin Luther King High School in Philly. Another good prospect at cornerback. 5'11, 170. My favorite, Sean Pelkerson. They need to offer this guy 6'3, 230. He loves Nova. He absolutely loves Villanova. Absolutely loves Villanova. Uh, Colin Schofield is another guy. I had interviewed him. He's a talented dude. Christian Gordon interviewed him. Very talented. Martin Laham, a wide receiver, 62205. We're going to have to watch this guy and who he is. Aiden Howard. He has an offer. Defensive end, 63272. A beast. Bishop Lynch High School. They always recruit. They are really re recruiting a real good coach at defensive end. Before, you know, a couple of years ago, that defensive end part was weak. He has a couple of good guys, but it really wasn't a pressure place. They had no depth there like that, like now. I mean, it's guys like Mike Taylor, Jalen Howard, CJ Presley in there, Jared Nelson, Lorenzo Hernandez. You got those guys in there, Malik Fisher, along to go with Aaron Siegel and, you know, Detrell Reed, Javante Johnson, guys like that. You can get them to go with, you know. Um, James Pogorelk. Six seven two sixty. Pogarell is a guy from Chantilly High School in Chantilly, Virginia. Um, Sammy Sammy Malignagi, athlete five ten one seventy five. Got to do my homework on him. That's another interest and another guy. This guy has an offer six six two forty two. Sankomi James. Now they're gonna put there. You see Ala Sankomi Angunloy. But if you look on Twitter. And he goes by Sincomney James. I guess that makes it uh, easier for people. Goes to Lindenhurst. Wow. What a, he has an offer. He is a, one of the top targets. He has an offer from Villanova. Aiden Howard and Sincomney James have offers. And these guys are good. I did an interview with Sincomney James. But I remember him telling me that was his name. I was like, wow. Um, so Ola Sincomney Ungunloy. 
That's his whole name, but he goes by Sincomi James. Okay. So listen, I had to talk to my Villanova Nova Nation to update y'all with some things. I'm going to update with y'all with more. I'm super, super busy. Sorry. I will be doing this weekly, you know, on the Fridays, Villanova, then Penn State. I get down. Listen, finally, this your boy, Lita Johnson. Follow me on writer, Lita247. Follow on Twitter. Follow me on Instagram at writer, Lita Johnson. And go like my page on Facebook, Lita Johnson. I'm out. Follow Lita.